0: Oh, wait, no. Daddy, that part there was wrong. Look at the somatics. Are you sure? Yeah, look at it.
1: Oh, dang it. You're right. Okay, wait, hold on. Um, uh, buddy, pass me that wrench over.
0: Okay, here you go.
1: Thank you. Okay, that's looking better, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Ecology 101, my name is Joshua,
1: and I'm Diego, so
0: today we have the ninth installment of The Bugle.
1: Yes, sir, we're about to bring you guys some of the latest news, at least the news that's most exciting to us, right? Yes. And uh, we're going to touch on some gaming news, some movie news, some show news, so let's, uh, let's get into this thing, man. So first, let's go into our um, shorter stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, what do we have? First off, buddy, Zack Snyder's Justice League.
0: Now we've uh, we've talked about this in our previous bugle, but they released a small little tease for Darkseid.
1: Yeah, which was pretty pretty cool, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: So basically, it's like Lex Luthor talking about how the gods see that Superman is dead.
1: Yeah, we don't see uh, Lex Luthor. It's just the voiceover from the last thing that he told that he talked to Batman. Um, at the end of Batman v Superman. Yeah. Which he said stuff like, you know, the bell has been rung, and they've heard it out in the stars. They know that the god is dead, talking about Superman th- being dead. hmm And uh, what we are seeing in the visual, in the teaser...
0: Is uh, Diana, or Wonder Woman, yep. holding a torch, and she walks up to this,
1: um, basically... It's kind of like an old painting.
0: Yeah, it's like an old sketch drawing thing of Darkseid. Yep, yep. Uh, Dark Side looking pretty cool yeah. for live action.
1: Yeah, well, at first we don't see Dark Side actually in live action. We're only seeing the painting. And, and the, then. The painting is, you know, it's kind of like a cave painting, like uh, an ancient painting, so it doesn't have a ton of definition or, or uh, detail.
0: And then you actually see Dark Side, but it's really low quality. We tried looking at it from the highest quality, yeah. and we still couldn't see him. So I think that was purposely done.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff was shot, a lot of it was in uh, its initial stages, but I don't think that they've rendered it completely in high quality, so that's probably why the camera motion blurred it all out and didn't let us see too much detail of, of Darkseid's actual body. Yeah. Um, but still, very cool. Um, it was, it's just awesome to get something, right? Like a little something from this project to know that it's alive and that it's kicking and that, it, you know, we have something to look forward to. Yeah. Star Wars Squadrons. Uh,
0: this is a new uh, shooter, like, it's Ship like a pilot. Game. Yeah, a pilot game.
1: Piloting game, yeah.
0: Uh, it's you see it in the cockpit, and I don't like that at
1: all. <laughs> Battle, uh, Battlefront, Star Wars, Battlefront One. Mm-hmm. I remember, I loved like the
0: original or the not I mean, the or,
1: no, not the old old one, but the the one uh, for PS4. Mm um battlefront one was um it brought really cool spaceship battles space battles yeah yeah i really love that part of it so you don't like that then like you don't like it from um uh i do like battlefront two
0: well um i do like ship battles okay i don't like uh, seeing it in the cockpit
1: oh like that first person kind of view yeah okay okay i see I like it. I enjoy it. Even like that, I like the feeling of like being submerged into the entire thing.
0: Yeah, it's also releasing in VR, so that's pretty cool.
1: That is pretty cool, yeah. So, yeah, it's basically just a an in-cockpit experience. Uh, you can be fighting for the Rebels or for the Empire. Um, you can do all sorts of upgrades to your ships. You can choose a class of ships. So you can be a bomber. You can be a fighter. You can be you know a cruiser, that sort of stuff uh, for either side that you pick. There's basically. also, you pick a squadron, I guess, like a, a team of five. Yeah. And that's your squadron, and you have, like, uh, designated characters, I guess, that are part of that squadron?
0: You know, I guess that's maybe possibly why they call it Star Wars Squadron. So, uh.
1: Ah, you're being a smart guy, huh? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I see how it is. So, yeah, um, Star Wars Squadron, pretty interesting. It's going to be releasing on October 2nd for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and it also supports crossplay. So there's going to be a little bit of Battle royal action happening here yeah very similar to you know like Fortnite or whatever next in our news batman zoe kravitz loves her catwoman suit
0: apparently
1: and uh that's about all we got for batman
0: i wonder what it looks like (laughs) i wonder what her catwoman suit looks like i don't know hopefully it looks classic
1: but which classic though classic gray and black or classic like black leather like technically both can be considered classic like from the comics and cartoons.
0: Uh what do you mean like an example both classics? What's Black Leather?
1: Uh Black Leather would be like the Wonder Woman uh, it's the Wonder Woman. The Catwoman from uh Batman Returns played hmm. by Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: What would the other one be?
1: The other one would be classic uh from like the comics where the majority of her suit was gray, and then several parts were black. Kind of like I think there's some cats out there that look like that, like oh, gray and black. Oh,
0: well,
1: which one do you prefer?
0: Well, we haven't well we haven't seen the comic book type one,
1: like the gray one. Yeah. No, we haven't actually, and um, that's that would be a pretty interesting thing, like seeing that look come to life somehow. That'd be a, I think it could be challenging, I think, because it could look, I don't know, maybe a little too cartoonish, but no, maybe they could pull it off. What do you think?
0: Um, I kind of also want to see, I mean, it does look pretty cool.
1: It is, yeah, it's a cool suit.
0: I also kind of want to see um that look um from Batman Hush.
1: Yeah, where yeah. it's like
0: all black, but she has like goggles. And yeah, yeah. A whip.
1: that's true. We still haven't seen that, like with the goggles and everything. We haven't seen that look come to life. Yeah,
0: yet. I, I like that look. That's what I do too. Actually,
1: I do too. That that could also be a nice look that we still haven't seen on screen. So I don't know. Let's wait and see if uh, if we can get something like that. But apparently, she's really happy with it. And, uh, you know, aside from that, I actually heard a piece of news, I think, earlier on in the quarantine. I forget who it is that announced one of the actors or producers or writers or something, but they mentioned that the Penguin has a, a small role in the Batman. Mm. So, I guess Colin Farrell isn't going to be taking up too much screen time in that movie. DC Fandom.
0: Fandom. I
1: don't know if it's supposed to be pronounced Fandom or FanDome, because it's written as I mean, it has dome. an E
0: at the end. Yeah, right? Yeah. I
1: wonder if they named it that because eventually they're going to start having this in an arena that has a dome. You think? Maybe? Perhaps? No? Yeah. yeah. Why else would they call it dome? I don't I know. know. Isn't right. that kind of weird? Uh, but yeah, DC FanDome. Dome. So this is basically going to be a virtual event for fans, for DC fans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to happen on August 22nd of this year. And um, all we know really so far is that uh, we're going to be getting some kind of news about... The Black Adam movie.
0: Dwayne Johnson. Yeah,
1: The Rock let people know on Twitter that uh, they could expect some kind of update about Black Adam at DC Fandom. Then uh, it was also mentioned, I think by one of the producers or something like that, of the Flash movie, that they're going to get some kind of update. We're going to get some kind of update on the Flash movie.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: So that should be uh, kind of interesting too. But uh, yeah, that's about it for DC Fandom. I guess... Are we going to tune into that, man? What do you think?
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mhm. It right. would be cool if they put it in a real It would be cool if they put it in an arena with a dome and like had a big screen.
1: I think that would be cool, man. Yeah. Big dome. Speaking of DC, so we went to the comic shop today.
0: Yeah, we did.
1: Uh picked up, picked up a few titles.
0: Mhm. What did you get? I got Stranger Things. Yeah. Good show.
1: Stranger Things, what is it again? The
0: Zombie, Boys, Zombie which is, Boys, which is what they call Will after he gets back from the Upside Down. <laughs>
1: That's messed boy. up. Yeah. And I guess uh, that is, um, it takes place right after season one, right?
0: Yeah, because they talk about how they defeat the Demogorgon and stuff. Right. And basically, the story is that... Um, they they're shooting a zombie movie casting the kids yeah and Will turns into an actual zombie I think
1: okay okay interesting mm-hmm. um what else did you pick up you picked up uh, some AVP huh
0: yeah I picked up two AVPs uh those look pretty cool the Predator looks dope
1: yeah it looks like it's a, a mini series a series of just uh, four comics mm-hmm. uh you picked up issues one and two.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I want to
1: read those. Those look, They look pretty cool.
0: I also picked up um, Terminator oh, yeah. and... Um,
1: Transformers, right? Yeah,
0: Terminator and Transformers.
1: That's pretty cool. There was
0: this one cool scene where Schwarzenegger was fighting um, Megatron.
1: Wait, really? Like, actually... Oh, the T-800?
0: Yeah.
1: He doesn't stand a chance. Who? The T-800 versus Megatron?
0: He's a tier 100. I mean, who knows?
1: Versus Megatron?
0: Who knows?
1: Dude, Megatron will transform into a tiny gun. That's so sad. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Um, Megatron. That's kind of cool. I want to I wanna hear what, uh, what you have to say once you read that one. That, yeah. That's an interesting one. And it's a new one, right? You got issue one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to seeing what that one's about. Um, I got DC... Deceased. Deceased?
0: De- Deceased. dead planet.
1: Deceased. <laughs> yeah. I got the hardcover for DC. It's
0: basically like Marvel Zombies, but yeah. DC, yeah. Marvel Zombies.
1: Yeah, DC kind of jumped late into the game with the zombie, um, the zombie treatment of their heroes. Um, so I, I bought the hardcover that collects issues one through six and then like another Italian issue or something like that. So I'm looking forward to reading that one. I'll be uh, I'll be reviewing it for sure. I also picked up what's the other thing that I picked up? Did I get something else? Oh, um, the second issue of uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters. Mm-hmm. I read I thought it. I
0: was going to say Star Wars Battlefront.
1: <laughs> I read issue number one of Star Wars Bounty Hunters. Pretty cool. It has Boba Fett. It Enough has a Terminator. Nuff set. It does have a Terminator-looking dude, actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty cool story. I love the whole that whole bounty hunter side of Star Wars.
0: Yeah.
1: I guess now the whole world knows because of Mandalorian, but...
0: And, uh... No, you have to say it correctly.
1: Mando! It's, that?
0: No, it's... Oh. It's Lil Baby Yoda.
1: Lil Baby Yoda.
0: Lil Baby Yoda.
1: Lil Baby Yoda.
0: That's what it's called.
1: That is correct, yes. It's the adventures of Lil Baby Yoda and the Mando. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so while we were in the comic book shop... And this is the reason why I brought it the comic book shop. I was chatting with the owner of the comic shop. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get into too many details about uh, the impact of this piece of news. Because I actually... We talked to him, to the comic book owner. To the comic shop owner. Mm -hmm. uh, Invited him to be a guest on our show. And he agreed. Mm -hmm. So, at some point, you know, within the next month or so, we'll be um, recording an interview with him. And we'll bring it to you guys um, as part of a special interview. I personally value... Um, the people who have kept comic book shops alive a great great deal. Because, because they have
0: comics are one of the most classic ways yep. to to keep up with your favorite superheroes, if it's Batman, yep. Superman, The Flash.
1: For sure. And I've been taking you to comic book shops since you were a teeny teeny tiny little baby Joshua. I was like three. Yes, since you were like three. Um little so yeah. Bit,
0: little bit
1: uh we talked with him and I actually got into the whole topic of this piece of news which is that DC Comics is breaking or broke ties with Diamond Comic Distributors. Now Diamond Comic Di- tri- Distributors has essentially had a monopoly over the comic book distribution game in the entire nation. They basically work with the publishers And they're the in-between person between the publishers and the comic book shops to distribute comics for Marvel, DC, Image, uh, Dark Horse. I mean, you name it. All the independent uh, publishers. Everyone essentially wants to go through Diamond because Diamond is established. It has all the connections already made. It makes it easy for a publisher to distribute their their material to comic book shops. DC has now decided, in the midst of... (laughs) Covid nineteen and everything that's happening.
0: That they're just gonna kick Diamond in the gut.
1: Yep, and in the same, by doing that, they're kicking the comi- the small comic book shop owners in the gut too. Mm,
0: especially the one we invited.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know he's been he's been hard hit because what's happening again? I don't want to get into too much detail because I really want to have the discussion with him in that episode, but. What's happened is that now all these comic shops that want to distribute DC Comics, which is all the comic book shops, they all want to have DC Comics, Mm -hmm. they have to go through one of three other uh, distributors. And that means reapplying for credit lines and going through all the financials. And unfortunately for a lot of these small shops, they've already had to close down because they don't have enough established... Uh, credit or whatever to be able to do business with these new people.
0: But hopefully, our friend over at a... at the,
1: the comics club? club.
0: Yeah, at the comics yeah. club. Hopefully, he can keep his shop.
1: He is. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah. He already made the deals. He did what he needed to do. But some smaller shops, you know, around the United States, unfortunately, couldn't stay afloat. It's a lot, di- a lot more difficult for the smaller shops to be able to 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 withstand a change like this than it is for the bigger, more established shops. Mm-hmm. Um, and aside from that. You've got um, you've got basically at least one of these new distributors that DC Comics is working with um, that is actually owned by one of the biggest comic shops in the nation. Uh, the distributor is UCS, and this is own- a company owned by Midtown Comics, which is a you know very well-known comic book shop in New York City. has like three different stores in Manhattan. And so essentially those who want to do business and have to do business with UCS, the comic book shops, they're having to share all their financial information with Midtown Comics, which is for all intents and purposes, a competitor, Mm -hmm. which is crazy.
0: So that means basically they can see all their all
1: their yeah, all their financials, all their you know, what they're doing with their money, how their credit is, the whole deal.
0: So then they can Very go up difficult. to some tricky business.
1: Hey, who knows? Yeah, they could cuz even though Midtown Comics is is stationed in, in New York City, they distribute anywhere in the yeah. in the country, so they deliver. So anyway, there's a lot of conflict of interest is a really really weird move that DC Comics decided to make smack in the middle of a pandemic that had already forced so much financial strain on so many comic book shops especially the smaller local ones so we'll talk more with the uh, owner of the comics club uh at some point soon when we have the pleasure of interviewing him he's a great guy he knows tons and tons about comics this guy has been doing uh, has been uh, leading his own shop for many many years so i'm really looking forward to talking with him yeah Deathstroke.
0: Deathstroke the movie.
1: (laughs) Tell us about that. All
0: right. So this is a dope piece of news. There was a new DC animated film Mm -hmm. called Deathstroke Knights and Dragons, is
1: it? Knights and Dragons, yep.
0: So this, uh, first of all, has a pretty cool style of animation.
1: It does, yeah. Very similar to the style that DC has had in, in the last few years for animation, right?
0: Mm-hmm. It has a pretty cool Deathstroke costume.
1: Yes, it does. That's a pretty dope, modern looking Deathstroke.
0: Deathstroke always looks cool. He
1: kind of does, yeah. He's and like, then, the
0: guy for that.
1: He's uh, he's voiced by Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis is the guy who played the Thing in the Fantastic Four movies. Back and if in the you day. don't
0: know what the Thing is, he's basically a thing.
1: He is a thing, a Rocky thing. Yeah. Yes, he is. We have very corny jokes today. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. So anyway, uh there's a trailer out. Check it out, go to YouTube, find the trailer somewhere. Um pretty cool trailer, and I love the fact that it's really, really heavily focused on Deathstroke. It doesn't, at least from what we saw in the trailer, it doesn't involve any other major heroes or any other characters. It does have
0: Bronze Tiger, though.
1: It has Bronze Tiger, and it has a couple more names that sound familiar from, like, the Suicide Squad movies, uh, the animated ones. But mostly, it's really just focused on on the origin of Deathstroke.
0: I wonder how they're going to make Deathstroke look like a hero.
1: I don't think they have to, man.
0: Well, they... they Yeah, you're right. They did, they did make...
1: It's basically like... They
0: did do that with Joker. It's
1: like a bad guy fighting other bad guys.
0: To make him look like the good guy who's fighting bad
1: guys. I don't know if if it makes him look like a good guy. I think it just makes him look like the lesser bad guy, you know?
0: Yeah, but he does, you know, kind of kill people.
1: He kills many folks. Yes, he kills
0: people for money.
1: Yeah, because here's the thing. You should never give a paid killer a reason to kill for free.
0: Dope line. That's a
1: dope line. It's actually a reason to work for free. I really like that. It was a little catchphrase that came out during the trailer. Anyway, so yeah, there's something going on with his son, apparently. He's trying to like get his son back. Uh, so that's a reason that they gave him to work for free, to go and kill like an army of people. So anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to that, right? Yeah, looks it's like
0: pretty a,
1: cool news. Looks like a dope movie. And uh, with that, I think it's time to get into our top two stories. You ready for this, bud?
0: Yes, I am.
1: Is it just me or did it get really, really wet in Fortnite?
0: It kind of did, man.
1: Yes, it did. Fortnite! Season 3 for Chapter 2. Fortnite Chapter 2, Season 3, has been released.
0: And um, if you haven't seen the live event, basically, Mm -hmm. um, Midas... uh, Destroyed the storm.
1: Yeah. So, for those who don't know, uh, during this latest season, the season that just ended of Fortnite, um, the main theme was all revolving around this, like, spy versus spy type of thing. Mm, Two different spy uh, agencies. What is it? Shadow and... Ghost. Shadow and Ghost. Uh, So, two different spy agencies, and the leader of the agency...
0: Was Midas, this guy
1: called Midas. Was basically the golden touch. Yeah, like he would turn stuff into gold.
0: Even in game, if you get a weapon, he turns it into gold.
1: Oh, yeah, and then it stays gold, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So anyway, this guy, this um, guy. Uh, this guy had a, um, a plan going on. To a destroy master plan. the storm. Yeah, he wanted to, like, combat the storm. He was building this machine.
0: There's a lot of story behind that. There's a lot of different opinions on story.
1: Right. But the bottom line is that he was building some kind of machine. So, the live event that happened again, Fortnite is very known for its live events.
0: And basically, he used the Doomsday uh, machine yeah. to push back the storm and replace the storm yep. with a flood. Yep. And if you, it's really cool. That was so cool.
1: It is, yeah. It was uh basically like there were these hatches all around this river that surrounded or this lake that surrounded the agency and then smack in the, the middle big of the telephone island.
0: Pole came Yeah, out
1: of these them. huge towers, like Tesla Tower type things came out, and then out of the center of the agency building, this massive doomsday device came out, and then all sorts of energy blasts started happening and, and they got, started
0: and you got flashback from the real life version of the Matrix.
1: Yeah, that was really weird. Let's talk about that in a sec. Hold on. Uh and then like a blast started coming out from the Towers pushing the storm back, mm-hmm. essentially, and and then uh, eventually, what ended up happening is that the storm ended up becoming like a flood,
0: or it got removed or it got replaced by a flood. And I basically, do you... you think
1: the storm was holding back water? I don't get that. It's kind of well.
0: I think uh, what happened is the digital wall holding back the water broke, and okay. it flooded season three. But
1: but, yeah, and so anyway, in the midst of all this stuff happening, there were these moments when, like, you would res- get, like, this flash of light.
0: And you would basically go into...
1: What seemed like the real world.
0: Mm, so, my theory of this mm-hmm. is that um, the people playing the game yeah. are actually, like, in, in a version of the Matrix type thing. Yeah, yeah. It was basically, um, you you get flashed to, like, this office. It says, John Jones. And there are, there's a TV where you can see what's happening yeah. in-game. And there's a bunch of secret files on Midas and the engineer. And basically, um, later on, this guy comes in and mm-hmm. he's like, so you're saying this isn't just a normal storm? Right. And then after he comes in, he's like, wait, no way. Can you hear me? <laughs> right it's like it's so like inception matrix
1: yeah it's very matrix like so but it was a complete tease it mm-hmm. didn't lead to anything else it simply left you with that so i'm i'm guessing that as the season progresses and maybe for you know in the next major event um maybe we're we'll going to get another clue something like that but it seems like fortnite The Fortnite developers are essentially leading to a much deeper story Mm -hmm. than just the events that happen within the Fortnite world. Because
0: basically the only thing that hints us at the story is the events, the map changes, and the trailers.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then uh, for a few days, we were able to play basically in this version of the island that looked the same, with the exception that the storm was now this flood. Think of like how you see like Moses parting the sea, and you see these two massive walls of water just cascading. It's kind of like that, but just circular. It was a circular the uh, bowl of water,
0: and basically you could like uh, swim into the storm. There yeah. were fishes and sharks, and uh, you would take damage. Yeah, and this was actually teased in the Travis Scott event. They they tried was
1: out.
0: Yeah, they tried out a new mechanic. Hmm. Um it was swimming underwater when Astro Jack was drowning. Yeah. Um you were able to swim underwater just like you were able to do in the new storm.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't pay too much attention to the Travis Scott event.
0: Yeah, they tried out some new mechanics.
1: I know that people people had like a lot of good stuff to say about that event. I didn't really I don't I don't like Travis Scott personally, so I, you know, not personally. I mean as a musician. I don't know him personally. For all I know he's a dope guy, but I don't know. Anyway, the point is that uh so that happened and then we were playing with this uh, these big walls of, you know, flooding uh closing in for and a few then, days, and then was the release of Chapter Two, Season Three.
0: What? So what I assume is that the barrier broke, and the storm in the water flooded the map.
1: Right, and right. and I think it's a real shame that they didn't have something showing us that transition. Yeah. Like, how did we go from these massive walls of water that kept closing in instead of the storm? How did we go from that to the whole thing being flooded? That's something that that I wish I could have seen, even if just a little bit. You don't have to you know, show me an, an entire dedicated, you know, cinematic to it, but just something that lets me know, like, oh yeah, so the water collapsed and they couldn't hold it back anymore. That's what happened. But uh, the trailer begins. The trailer for season three begins with Midas floating on what is it, like a piece of wood or something.
0: And then the shark. Tease for sharks. Um, the <laughs> shark eats Midas. Yeah. So uh, R.I.P. Midas.
1: Yep, Midas is gone. He failed at his mission. Mm. And uh, then we see Meowsols basically. Riding a
0: shark. Riding a With shark. With a, a fishing pole. And
1: Meow Souls is basically our tour guide to see this entire new version of the map, which is completely flooded.
0: And then guess who? Jason Momoa pops up.
1: <laughs> yes, riding, Aquaman. Uh,
0: riding fish stick. Yeah. Uh, this lady punches a helmet off of a henchman, and let's go.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, Pretty interesting um, theme for this new season. It's kind of like a water world, post-apocalyptic, post-world flood type of environment. Oh my god.
0: The tiny little robot kitty.
1: Yes, there's a little cat that looks like meowsles but little.
0: I'm pretty sure it's his son.
1: Joshua has theories that it's his son.
0: It said that on The Thing. It's trying to live up to his father's legacy.
1: Legacy or does it say walk in his father's paw steps?
0: Oh, yeah, it says. Call um, Prince? Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, he's writing this robot that is like a really makeshift robot. It's really funky looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, very cute. And then you've got uh, a bunch of other cool, quirky characters, a couple of cool top level, um, top tier skins that you unlock with the battle pass.
0: There's a female knight, there's a yeah. dope ninja dude.
1: Yes, yeah, sir. Um, you've also got, of course, like Joshua mentioned, Aquaman, the Jason Momoa uh, style Aquaman, and he looks dope. And you can unlock his regular, his full form with the full armor, like Aquaman armor, and or the Arthur a, Curry version,
0: mm-hmm, like normal human when he like meets Batman and swims off into the distance.
1: Yeah, which I think is it's pretty cool. I really, I really do like the fact that uh, we had Deadpool, right, for the other one. And Mm -hmm. he was kind of mixed in with the whole agency thing, Mm -hmm. the espionage thing. And then now you've got Aquaman mixed in with the whole Flood theme. So do you think that Fortnite is headed in this direction where every season they'll have a guest character that relates to the theme of the season?
0: I think they will.
1: Do you have anything else to say on that point?
0: Well, I feel like each, (laughs) like maybe... I I don't know what next season's theme will be, but if it's like...
1: Fire. Everything will be on fire. What? Yes.
0: But if it's like maybe next season will be like um, figuring out little clues to reality, like the little flashbacks when Mm. you saw uh, the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe uh, next season it can be someone who deals with like dreams and reality. Freddy
1: Krueger can be the special guest because of dreams. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, it's really fun. So let's talk about the gameplay because this is really really cool. Honestly, I think for myself at least, it's one of my favorite seasons so far in Fortnite.
0: Okay, so there, uh, there's one new gun basically.
1: Yes, a uh, shotgun that loads. What is it? Pumps it's, or something. Uh,
0: there's already been a pump shotgun.
1: What is that you call it?
0: A uh, charge shotgun. Charge shotgun. You can charge it up.
1: I still don't know how to charge it, but I, I just know that it's a really dope shotgun. Well, like, I've, on, I've killed plenty on, on of folks PS4,
0: it. you just hold R2. Really? I think you hold the firing button. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for the charge shotgun. Okay, I'm
1: going to try that out. But yeah, it's a really dope weapon. Um, Also, they brought back a few other weapons that were gone. I saw the ch- uh, chug jug
0: Yeah, uh, that back was, in action. That was, that was such a meme.
1: Yeah. Um, and then also you can ride a shark
0: mm, if you if you <laughs> if you throw a if you a fishing rod. Uh, yeah, if you throw a fishing rod onto a shark, you can ride it, and you're like skiing on the water.
1: <laughs> yes, that's so great. Mm-hmm. I finally did it too. It's really fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and everything's flooded. There's a lot of zip lines that have been installed throughout the entire map. Basically, uh, what has survived is like the top level stuff, and then some stuff that has been put on massive floating things. To elevated on the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also some whirlpools that you go over in and it shoots you up into the sky. I've
0: never seen those before. Really? No. Oh, man, me. I
1: love going on those on the boats.
0: And uh, there's also, I never, I haven't used them yet, but there's cars apparently.
1: I know. I still haven't come across cars. Maybe. Maybe that's, that's later on in the season.
0: Because in the in the uh, trailer for season two, mm-hmm. um, they didn't use helicopters until later That's on. That's right, so. yeah. My <laughs>
1: guess is that they're going to introduce cars, which I'm really looking forward to, man, because I've missed having some kind of vehicle when they took out the buggies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I miss the buggies, man.
0: Oh, wait, do you mean the, like, motocross? The, the
1: ATVs, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the four-wheelers. Mm-hmm. The buggies. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, having a lot of fun with Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 3. We'll see what other surprises come along. We already got our battle passes. We're already working our way up in them and it's uh it's a lot of fun.
0: PlayStation 5.
1: Yeah, the PS5. Um so the PS5 was announced this is already what like 2 weeks ago or something? Uh more or less? It was like Oh no, less than that, like a week ago maybe. Really? Yeah, I think so.
0: Maybe like 5 days ago.
1: Something like that. Anyway, so yeah, the PS Five so was uh, finally announced and they revealed, revealed the design. The hardware. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about the PS Five design? Let's talk about that first. Well, a
0: second. I'm I'm wondering if the actual thing is like just standing up, or if you can turn it sideways. You or can
1: turn it sideways. I saw it. I turn think sideways. I'm gonna do
0: that so that it can fit in our bottom of yeah. our TV thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, it's gonna be standing really awkwardly. Do you like the design?
0: Yeah, it looks pretty cool to me. I definitely like the control design.
1: Yeah, the controls look dope.
0: I like how they remove the color from the buttons, and the the joysticks are not, they're like forged in with the actual controller, they're not hanging out. Are they really? Yeah.
1: Oh. I and I like, that.
0: definitely like the white design.
1: I don't. Really? <laughs> no. Actually, it, let, me, like, let me tell you why. Let me it tell looks you why, a though.
0: little too, actually, a little bit too futuristic for me, but besides that, that's it for me.
1: Here's the thing, like, I, I mean, I get it. It's It, it looks beautiful, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, the white and black, it looks beautiful. And my Like, my, my iPhone, for example, is white and black, and I love how that looks. Mm-hmm. But... I don't have white and black within my stuff on my TV stand.
0: Wait, maybe they'll release a black I really hope so. Like a black variant.
1: I would just want it black, to be honest. I mean, why do I have... Like, don't force me to put color if I don't want it. I mean, honestly, it's come to the point where... They have iPhones of all sorts of colors, Mm -hmm. Beats by Dre of all sorts of colors, headphones, and, you know, all sorts of stuff that are accessories come in all sorts of colors. Why not, you know, sell the PS5 in all sorts of colors, too?
0: Maybe they will.
1: Yeah, and I would personally just prefer it all black, but then again, everything in my life is black, like, you know, my whole wardrobe is black.
0: (laughs) Maybe if they don't release a black variant, then maybe we can get a dope color variant.
1: I guess, or or just the black cover, I don't know. But anyway, as far as the design itself, <laughs> I I think I admire Sony for you know uh, having an attempt at something that looks very futuristic and stuff.
0: I think they might have gone a little overkill. I think with so, all man.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Especially on the console itself, I I feel like it's it's a little bit too much. Um, have you seen the memes? Making fun of it? No, not yet.
0: Like how making fun of there's it. There's
1: this one meme that that really made me laugh, which is of Cell from from Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. You know how Cell has like a very tall headpiece mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> so they like basically put uh, they photoshopped uh, a PS5 on his head. <laughs> <laughs> and colored it green. Hey. And it actually kind of like passes for his head because it has the PS5 has that weird kind of really long, tall look. Anyway, I, I personally, I'm not a fan of how far they went with it. I like things to be a little bit simpler. I feel like I don't need my console to draw so much attention to itself. Yeah. Like, for example, one thing I love about Apple products is that the products themselves don't draw much attention to themselves.
0: Yeah, they're kind of just like, take it out of your pocket. Ooh, I got a new message.
1: Yeah, because it's not about the product itself. It's about what the product does. Mm -hmm. So I could care less, you know, about all the bells and whistles. Like, just make it look sleek. Make it look nice like the PS2, like the PS5, or the PS4. Um, Like, I I
0: don't like... Like I don't, I don't want to. I don't want my console to look super flashy. I just want to play Spider Man: Miles Morales.
1: Precisely. Speaking of which, let's talk about some of the games, or actually, all the games that are going to be launching with the PS5. There's a lot. You ready? We might,
0: ha- we might have to not rush, but like skip through some of the yeah, non-exciting games. Yeah,
1: we're not going to go into terrible amounts of detail for all of these because there is, there are a lot. We'll just pause on the ones that we really love. Mm-hmm. So let's take some turns. All right, Horizon Forbidden West. This is set in a, a far future America, and um, basically, it's uh, yeah, it's a game. All right, next.
0: Uh, what's the next one?
1: Your favorite.
0: Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh yeah. So this game is really confusing. Why? Like I still don't get if it if it is a if it is an actual game just based around Miles Morales or if it is like a remaster of uh or of of Spider Man that has no, bonus no. Miles Morales content. I think
1: based on everything that I read up to this point, the more that I read, the more that it seems like it really is just a, a second game, like the next mm-hmm. game.
0: But I don't think it's a second game. I think it's just a game based around Miles Morales.
1: What I wonder, though, well, yeah, but immediately you have to involve all the characters that that, that took place that took part of the first game. Dude. In the first game, yeah, of course, because like Peter I mean, Parker's it's in the, the one. Same world. Peter Parker's the one teaching him the ropes,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, or the webs rather. Yeah. Um, you know, Mary Jane partnered up with him with Miles Morales, right? At, at a point along with Peter. Um, so, yeah, like, everything is happening in the same area. You know, I feel like Miles has to interact with all the same characters.
0: And hopefully we get to see Venom or Carnage, whatever that one
1: was. They were Venom, and Venom was definitely teased Are at the sure end. Are you sure it was Venom? Yeah. Yeah, why?
0: Because yeah, Ven-
1: Venom always comes first. Maybe not, though. Well, I guess it could change it, but we'll see. But anyway, yeah, um it looks dope. They released a trailer with some gameplay, just a bit of gameplay and a really cool cinematic at the beginning of like Miles, I don't know, doing fighting or something like that in slow motion, his mask is like breaking off and stuff. He just he looked dope. He was
0: like being electrocuted or he was using electricity or yeah, something. Yeah,
1: we see some of the gameplay and we see him using the sting. Mm-hmm. Sting, right? Venom sting?
0: Venom,
1: uh, venom Strike. Venom Strike. Uh, we see him turning invisible, mm-hmm. which are we two do? of his powers. Yeah, I saw that at some point in that in that trailer. Mm. Uh, the only thing that was missing was the song from Into the Spider-Verse.
0: What's up, danger?
1: Yeah. That's the only thing that would have made this trailer absolutely perfect. I'm really excited for this. Um, I hope that uh, Sony changes their mind and that they decide to release it for the PS4 as well. Mm-hmm. I don't see any reason why they shouldn't. They should, please, Sony. Uh, But, yeah, that's going to be released. All right, another game that's going to be released is Gran Turismo 7. That's a racing game. That's been an ongoing series since PlayStation began, pretty much. So they're continuing it. And uh, personally, I like racing games. Um, I wouldn't mind checking that out because I haven't played a good racing game in a while. Next
0: one I really have to review. Yes, you do. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart.
1: Catch it in rank.
0: Yeah, whatever that, whatever you just said. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, I'm guessing, is a sequel to the Ratchet and Clank uh, remake,
1: which you are absolutely obsessed with.
0: Yeah, I played it. I played it once, and now I'm playing it again. Yes, you are. Um. So Ratchet and Clank. I mean, I there's really nothing I can say about this. The gameplay has changed a little bit. The shots have changed a little bit. The weapons. I think they added new weapons. Um, new character as well. Oh, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: But it's just as Ratchet and just as clanky.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, Ratchet isn't a good thing, so. Anyway, uh, it says that the game is going to make good use of the DualSense controller Mm -hmm. uh, for, like, feedback and stuff like that uh, as you're playing. Mm Mm-hmm. So that should be be pretty fun.
0: There's also a new, uh, new female Lombax, which is the same species as Ratchet, and I'm really excited to see who she is.
1: Ooh, love interest, perhaps. Another game is Demon's Souls, a remake of the PS3 uh, game, and it's a collaboration between Bluepoint Studios and Japan Studio. There's also Project Athea or Athia. Oh, um, Project
0: something, but it's basically where you fight robotic dinosaurs. Oh,
1: ah, interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, that one is designed is exclusively for PS5. Project
0: Athea.
1: Project Athea is what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Returnal, a new action game from Resogun Studios. House Mark.
0: I'm not sure what that is.
1: Yeah, Sackboy, which is a dude who's made out of like little character who's made out of like cloth, and he's like a sack, like uh, a sack ball, you know?
0: <laughs> it's basically um, it's a rebranding of the Little Big Planet series. Oh, little that's what Big it is. Little Big Planet, um, where you play the Sackboy. I
1: knew that guy looked familiar. Yeah. No wonder. It's like
0: a side scroller type. A uh, game where you make your way—it's like a platformer, make your yeah. way through obstacles. So yeah. you basically play as a sack boy and you jump and run over obstacles.
1: Okay, 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 okay. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Astro's Playroom. Um, that's
0: that. Um, that is a that is a basically it's a pre-installed game that comes with the PS Five. Interesting. It, it's basically a game where it like shows you the new uses of the Ah, DualSense controller. Ah, that's the
1: point of it? Okay, Mm -hmm. gotcha.
0: So you should probably play that before you get any actual games.
1: Okay, okay. Um, Destruction All-Stars, it's an action game that mixes car and on-foot combat.
0: It's kind of like that game where you use the car to get the ball into the goal, except you crash into other
1: cars. Rocket League, I think it's called? Yeah, it's kind of
0: like that, but mixing it with bumper
1: cars. Okay. Godfall, a fantasy role-playing game. It looks pretty uh, cool. Yeah, it does, actually. It's like
0: where you play as somebody and you, like, slash. I think you're just
1: obsessed with anything that has God in the name now.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they're going to have Kratos saying boy. Uh. Sorry, man. Uh, Quantum Error, a cosmic horror first-person shooter. It
0: is, I'm pretty sure, wait, I'm pretty sure it is a, like, Horror, it's like a space groundhog day game.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'd let to just check that out. Chris Tales, uh, it's supposed to be a love letter to classic R- uh, JRPGs, and uh, it's a 2D game, and that's as much as I'll say about that. Sherlock Holmes, chapter one
0: game, Sherlock Holmes, yeah,
1: man, that'd be pretty cool. I'd, I'd be really curious to check that game Wait, out. Maybe
0: it's like a Telltale game it has that look a lot of the a lot of the uh, telltale games it has like chapters yeah yeah or seasons
1: Hmm. maybe yeah but yeah i'd like to check that out Dustborn. it's a single player action adventure and it's uh yeah it's a thing Alright, the next one I'm really excited about, you're not excited about.
0: Well, it looks pretty cool. It
1: looks, yeah, freaking cool. Resident
0: Evil Village. Resident Evil 8, which it's first person, which I'm not too happy about. I might (laughs) play it, though. If Uh, it's not too bloody.
1: You got uh, the return of Chris Redfield?
0: Mm, Which he might be a bad guy.
1: Yeah, that's that's Josh's theory because of uh, what happens at the end of the trailer. Look up the trailer. Basically,
0: um, Chris Redfield walks up to his dead body, and he's like, sorry, something, and he shoots the dead body, which is very uh, useless. It's a waste of Are you of sure ammo. it's a
1: dead body? What, what if it would have turned into a zombie?
0: Oh, maybe it is.
1: I mean, this is Resident Evil, so... He
0: does look pretty old. Hold on,
1: hold on. Resident Evil 8, and it didn't cross your mind that he could be shooting someone who's going to turn into a zombie?
0: I mean, he had blood splatters behind him. I think he was already dead. But maybe oh God. Maybe he was turning into a zombie.
1: You know what? You're not playing enough zombie games. I'm going to have to get you a couple more. Yes, you do. No, I'm not. Okay, uh, Pragmata. Pragmata, a mysterious new game from Capcom, came. and it's coming to... Really?
0: Yeah, it involves a cat, so... Meow. Deathloop. Uh, oh, that's the, that's the um, Groundhog Day one.
1: Ah, okay. Oh, okay. That makes more sense with the title. Ghostwire Tokyo.
0: That is a Japanese action game, I'm assuming.
1: Okay. Uh, Little Devil Inside.
0: It, which is a indie game, I'm guessing. I mean, yeah, it's an indie
1: Developed game. by Neostream. It's an action adventure with uh, some survival elements. Mm-hmm. Um, NBA 2K21, the next installment in the basketball game series. Solar Ash. Uh, this is uh, what is this? Uh, I'm not sure what this is.
0: Bug snacks where you eat bugs and then you turn into fruit.
1: So. Deli- wait, really?
0: Yeah. When, when, when each time you eat bugs, each one of your body parts turns into fruit.
1: Okay, wait. well How? What's the logic there?
0: I don't know. It's just like you're 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 this person, and and you eat bugs, and when you eat bugs, you turn into fruit.
1: This is odd. Kina or Kenna. Kena, Kenna? Bridge of Spirits. A story-driven adventure game.
0: Apparently, this is sort of like The Legend of Zelda. The gameplay is kind of like Legend of Zelda. Ah,
1: okay. I gotcha. Goodbye, Volcano High. An animated this, adventure.
0: This is a game that involves humanoid dinosaurs, so let's move on.
1: All right. This is one that I'm really excited about and that you're really excited about. It is Oddworld Soulstorm.
0: Uh, are any of the Oddworld games actually c- called Abe's Odyssey? or is that? Yeah, yeah,
1: the very first one was called Oddworld Abe's Odyssey.
0: Mm. So, That's the
1: one um, that I played. So I played this thing. I mean, this is ages ago. I played Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. I loved that game. The whole world that they brought to life in that game was so curious to me.
0: And then we figured out I, this new meat was us.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's oh, actually, that, you
0: shouldn't laugh at that. It's that's really, really
1: creepy. Yeah, I know. That whole game is actually kind of pretty sad and dark.
0: Well, um, they actually made a remaster of this game called New and Tasty Our World.
1: And I had no clue. Yeah. I, I I honestly I didn't know that that game was a hit. I didn't know that people had liked that game as much as I had.
0: So I wonder if this is a sequel to the remaster. It probably is.
1: It could be. Yeah.
0: So it's based called...
1: on based on the trailer, it seems like it's almost like Abe's next step. adventure. Yeah, yeah, like his next uh step in his personal evolution.
0: Um he cuts he cuts his mouth strings, which is pretty interesting.
1: Yes, yes, he does. We should all cut our mouth strings.
0: And he uh basically um he basically recruits slaves to escape. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's the premise of the games.
1: That's the premise of like Abe period. Yeah. That's that's what he does. Alright, next game.
0: Now stray
1: what's that about again
0: uh it's a third person cat delivery adventure
1: so there you go it's every cat lady's dream mm-hmm. to be able to see life through the perspective of their feline counterparts
0: uh yep basically.
1: uh next the jet the far shore uh this is uh what is this this is uh i actually want to watch a trailer for this because it's supposed to be pretty interesting but um yeah i don't know i'm gonna have to watch a trailer do you know anything about it
0: Not really. Let's
1: move on to the next one, then, which you're excited about. Hitman.
0: Hitman 3. So I've actually, um, I've seen a couple videos on Hitman 2 and Hitman 1. Yeah. The Hitman games look very interesting. They look very cool. Yeah. Uh, It's basically, you're a Hitman. Right. (laughs) They should call it Hitman.
1: Yes. Uh, But most importantly, he's bald.
0: He's bald. I think that's incredible because he represents
1: all of us baldies. (laughs) He makes us all look cool.
0: So basically, he's a bald hit man who eliminates targets any way he can. He can while
1: dressed very, very well. Yeah, he, he can kick
0: them off of buildings. He yes can. He, he can uh, drop them into cement. He can. He can you know just do it the boring way and shoot them.
1: Precisely, my friend. All right, there's another game called Metal Hellsinger, which is a first-person shooter. That's uh, also coming out for PC, Xbox, and PS4. Yeah. Uh, Chivalry 2. That's also coming to PC. Um, and this is, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about that. Paradise Lost. So this is like, I guess, a post-war, kind of post-apocalyptic sort of world. And you're a boy and you're exploring this whole thing. Boy. Dirt 5. That's another racing game. Again, another series that's been ongoing for PlayStation. Chorus. Um, chorus, yeah. Story-driven single-player space shooter. Uh, All right then.
0: Madden Twenty One.
1: Yep, football game, classic uh, series, continuation of that one.
0: Vampire, Vampire
1: the, the Masquerade, masquerade Bloodlines. Why such a long title?
0: I mean, that's almost as long as. Uh,
1: Har- uh Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn.
0: Yeah. And the
1: Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah, that's that's getting close to that. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which we've already pre-ordered for the PS4. <laughs>
0: I I have to say something about this game. I probably said it before. What's that? There's this one scene where they're on the ship. Yeah. And they're like, and the camera's looking at these his, his crew.
1: Yeah.
0: I am not lying. I can't make this up. I'm serious. I I actually think they recorded it in live action with the camera.
1: Stop it. No, they didn't.
0: They literally, it looks so realistic. It's all in
1: your imagination. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, yeah, we're both really looking forward to that game. Observer, System redo, redo, Redux, uh, a next-gen remaster, a bloober. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Gollum. Oh, this is I've
0: never seen... I've never known that there were Lord of the Rings games.
1: Yeah, there's one or two that are really good. And this one apparently follows Gollum and his adventures. Wait, and, Gollum uh,
0: the... My princess. princess! Yeah. You play as him?
1: Yeah, man.
0: So, do you, like... Do you eat people?
1: What? What Why does Gollum you... do?
0: Does Gollum like what? what how,
1: Gollum just he he protects the ring because he's obsessed with the ring.
0: How does he protect it though? How does he fight?
1: By holding it and smacking people if they try to take it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I, I'd look at I, I'd check that out. I think that's pretty cool. Um, you've got uh, Outriders, and that's a one to three player co op shooter, um, and then WRC Nine which uh, I am not sure what that game is like. So, from this whole list, buddy, which are the ones that you're looking forward to the most? Well,
0: I'm definitely looking forward to Spider-Man Miles Morales. I'm looking forward to Hitman 3. I'm looking forward to...
1: Catch It and Rank.
0: Ratchet and Clank, uh, Rift Apart. I'm looking forward to Abe's Odyssey. Yes. And I'm looking forward to Resident Evil 8 Village.
1: Yes. And I say I would add on to that list... Uh, the Gollum game, I'd love to play that. And Assassin's Creed Valhalla, of course.
0: Oh yeah, also Assassin's Creed Valhalla.
1: Yeah, but most importantly that tops all these other games is the cat game.
0: Yes, definitely. I need
1: to know what it's like to be a cat.
0: We need to. We I need mean, to.
1: Th- it's, I've wanted to know that for my entire life. Yes,
0: we need to know it's a what, need. what cat life is like. Meow.
1: Thank you guys so much for being with us today. Uh, please remember... For all things Geekology 101, you can find us at geekology101.com. And you can find us also on social media.
0: Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook.
1: At G101 Podcast. Remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. Share the podcast. I'm sure you have some geeky friends. Let them know about it. We promise they will love it.
0: And if you like what you heard, then you can give us a rating. Five-star rating will be great.
1: And that you can do on Apple Podcasts. And until the next episode, folks.
0: Goodbye. Meow. Ratchet, we must get back to our studio. Meow.
1: has been neutralized. Game over.